joining us today for another episode of What's Your Why Wednesday. Today, I am joined by the wonderful Andrea Moore. She is the broker owner at Welcome Home Loans in Florida. Well, thank you for joining us today, Andrea. We're thrilled to have you. Thank you so much for having me. It is such an honor to be asked to do this with you. You are a very inspirational industry leader and to be asked by you is an honor. Well, when I met you at the NAM Focus Conference and we, we got to speaking and, and all of that, I knew I had to have you on. So thank you for saying yes to being part of this. Okay, so Andrea, I know that you were kind of born into the mortgage industry. So you weren't one that fell into it accidentally, but regardless of how you came into our industry, the reason why we stay is because it's tied to our personal and professional why. So please share with us, what's your why? Okay, so um, I'll take you back to how I started. You said I was pretty much born into it. Uh, my parents were mortgage loan officers with big retail banks um, all while I was growing up. So the dining room table was discussions about 1003s and chills and Erla's and, you know, like that was the lingo around our house. And so I just grew up with mortgages in, in our home. And, um, but me, I wanted to work for Walt Disney World. Every, ever since I was eight years old, I wanted to work for Walt Disney World. So I went to college for hotel and restaurant management. And um, the day after college graduation, I moved to Orlando, Florida to work for Walt Disney World. I was there for 14 years on and off. And um, I talked to you about this, that the things that I learned from Disney are things that I implement in my company and my business now. Um, and we talked about exceeding expectations that they didn't even know they had. Oh, I love that. Wait, we're going to pause right there. Exceeding expectations that they didn't even know they had. Yes. So think about that. How, how do you even do that, right? Like even just saying that and pausing for a moment, that's so far beyond, right? Because here we are, we always say, you know, provide great customer service, give an unbelievable customer experience, right? How do you exceed expectations that you didn't even know you had or they had? Right. Uh, well, um, a lot of my clients have, you know, had experiences with big retail banks and they just tell me that it's just very transactional. Um, it's, you know, a loan officer behind the desk and it's, they just feel it's just very, you know, step by step, by step like, and um, it seems a little stuffy. Um, but I've always treated clients like I bring them into my family, just like at Disney World, my guests were my family at my table. I always treated every guest like it was my grandmother, and I wouldn't treat them any different. Um, you know, I just they have an expectation that it's going to be transactional, but my focus is building a relationship with them. And if they, you know, people feel safe telling me their entire story. I know about their divorce. I know about little Jimmy's broken arm and they tell me their whole story. And I bring that up later in conversations like, oh, how's little Jimmy's broken arm? And, 
um, I send them like a um, like a, a gift card for movie tickets. Like here, your applications in underwriting. Go enjoy a night to relax. And they just don't expect those things from someone in banking. You, you know what I mean? And it's just like at Disney that they feel like you know, an expectation that I didn't know I had was one time I was there during Christmas and I had no idea that it snowed on Main Street in Magic Kingdom. Like that was like when it started snowing, I was like, I can't believe this is happening in Orlando. Like that's an expectation that I didn't know I had. Wow, that is beautiful. So how did you go from Disney to the mortgage industry? So my parents opened up their own broker shop in Delaware um, in 2006. They brought my brother and I on, and um, I've been an originator and processor for them for the last 15 years and just opened up my own broker shop in uh, July of last year. That is, <laughs> that is awesome. And, and, you know, yes, there is nothing like a Disney experience. And one of the first questions I asked you when, when we were sitting and speaking at the table was, what did you learn? you know, from working at Disney. And like you said, exceeding that expectation, I think, I think a lot of times, and depending on where you entered the mortgage industry, the way that you view things and your perspective can be different. So that's why I love hearing people's stories. And I love having the ability to share across our digital you know, yeah. wasteland here, right? I mean, everyone can see this to be able to realize that if you are not exceeding expectations that people didn't even realize they have, you're behind. Mm -hmm. You're already back there, right? Because that's not okay anymore. People right. do need more. People do deserve more. So thank you for that. I truly appreciate it. Okay. So my most favorite question, this is the one that always gets me right in the heart. We have those special stories of when we've had impact on us and on them with working with a family. So Andrea, can you share one of those special stories with us of when you realized the impact that you have on others by the work that you do? Sure. Um, it was one of my very first closings. So I was all of 24 years old at the time. Um, and it was a young black family, um, and they had been ignored by the bank that they bank with. Uh, they had less than stellar credit, so loan officers just said, can't help you. And they found my article in a, in a newspaper, and they called me, and I spent some time working with their credit, um, got them approved went to the closing table, their five young children were in the lobby. Um, and it's always, um, I get choked up, just watching the keys go across the table um, and they're getting their very first home and, you know, they're in tears. Like they just, their children finally have, you know, room to play and they have a, a yard. And um, I bring up that they were black because it made me realize how underserved people of color are in our community. Yeah. Um, and it um, just fueled my fire to um, help everyone um, because um, everyone deserves 
um, a home, a home of yeah. their own. Um, and you're not just providing a home, it's holidays and birthdays. And, you know, you're a part of, you know, the memories that they're going to create in our new home. And you're building generational wealth for those children. Right. I mean, you don't realize it. And I know I didn't realize it for all the years that I've been in the mortgage industry. I, I don't know why I didn't realize it. Right. Until I matured and got older and I realized, my God, it's not just about that one person. Right. The mom and dad or the individual, the single mom that just bought that home. It's about their children. And the children of those children, because mm -hmm. once you become a homeowner as an individual, the mindset of that family becomes, well, we buy a home, right? We save and we, we make sure that we can qualify and we take care of things. And one day I will own a home, whatever day that is. And that home and that equity will be passed down through generations. So the ripple of change and the monumental impact that happens, it starts in that moment right there. And it will never be the same from that mm -hmm. moment on. Everything yeah. will be different. And that is why the power and the privilege of what we get to do, it's, it's life-changing mm -hmm. for all of those generations. And, and Andrea, it's interesting. I I love to hear how people come into the mortgage industry. It's like a fascination of mine that I ask. Do you know one of the number one reasons why I hear women come into this industry? A lot of times it's because no one helped them. Mm -hmm. It was because they were looked down upon or yeah. they were told, nah, you know, maybe you're better off renting or no, I don't think you'll qualify or no, I don't think you'll be able to do this. And I've heard so many women actually say, oh, no, I'm going to yeah. research. Oh, no, I'm going to research this. I'm going to figure this out. And then I'm going to get licensed so that I can help others. And yeah. that's kind of what happened to you that when you realize that there's a underserved market out there and all of us are aware of this, mm -hmm. you didn't just say, well, I'm aware of it. You said, no, I'm going to make a difference and an yeah. impact. And I'm going to make sure that I dedicate my attention on this. And that's yeah. what it takes. That's what it takes. Yeah. I wanted to bring up another thing that yes. um, my family's company contacted a lot of high schools and we wanted to just come in and teach high school seniors about credit because Children and young adults are not taught about credit. When I, the first day of college, when I walked in the student center, it was Bank of America. Oh yeah, lined up with clipboards on um, applying for your first. Credit. I remember that. Yeah, and <laughs> like um, some, one of my friends said, they thought the minimum payment was a suggestion, like you didn't have to pay it. So I have spent the last fifteen years um, not being a salesperson, just being a person educate that I am an advocate for education on finance mortgages and credit and I you know I created kind of a semi-large following on social media because I had a running blog for a while so I had a lot of people follow me from that and it's a lot of people who I can't even help because I'm not licensed in their state but they feel that I'm a safe space to come to to ask questions 
And um, I just feel, you know, proud that I can just provide education and they feel like they can come to me and ask questions. And because, you know, I'm not judging them for their credit score and their financial picture. I have struggled. I have lived paycheck to paycheck. I know how that feels. I'm not going to be that person that makes them feel bad for missing payments. And, you know, like, I, I don't want to be that kind of loan officer. No, and none of us should be. None of yeah. us should be because you can't judge until you walk your in those shoes and you're not that individual. So, wow. Well, well, that kind of leads me to my last question and it kind of ties into exactly what you were just saying there. So how do you want to be known in the mortgage industry? And I think I know the answer based on what you just said. And I'm, I'm curious, how would you want others to describe you if you were not in the room? What would you want them to say about you? I truly ask. People. Oh, I want to hear. Yeah, let's hear. <laughs> so my mom and my dad called me tenacious. Um, I, I'm a dog with a bone. If I know something is right and an underwriter is fighting me on something, I am a dog with a bone until it's resolved. And um, you know, been in the business for so long, you you know what what will pass and what won't. And um, yeah tenacious. I'm, I go after everything that I want and I go after what's right. Um, several of my friends said I'm genuine uh, and authentic. Um, you'll never hear me regurgitate a script or a sales pitch. <laughs> I create organic real relationships and that's how I build my business. Um, and a couple of people, you know, a lot of people said kind because oh. I'm, an, I'm an empath. And I take on people's feelings and emotions, and I understand the emotions that go into buying a home. Um, so I just um, treat people with kindness throughout the process. Seems so simple, yet mm -hmm. so complex, right? Mm -hmm. You know, yeah. we, we are truly blessed to be in this industry for multitudes of reasons. But mm -hmm. to have someone like you that cares, truly cares about the people you're serving, that you want to educate, you want to advocate, and mm -hmm. you want to make sure that they're be put in their best position for themselves and their families and futures. That, mm -hmm. is, that is just wonderful, Andrea. And continue to continue to shine brightly out there and affect lots of people and continue to take care of all those people that need that guidance. We thank you for sharing your why. Keep doing what you're doing and all the best always. Thank you for having me.